everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy-Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobradic. And I'm Amelia Bellobradic. And today, we're going to be Disney dreaming as to what Walt Disney World would look like if you were in charge. That's right. Today, we are coming at you from the perspective of what would you do if you could do anything you want at Walt Disney World. If you were the boss and money was no object, within reason, so to speak. I mean, we're not talking about changing everything, but what would you do? What would you change about it? What would you add? What would you take away? What would you make different? Any of those things. We have some of our own opinions that we've been talking about recently, but to make this episode a little bit more interesting, we reached out to a few of our most faithful listeners and those we know have strong opinions about things to get some outside thoughts. So we're not only going to discuss what we thought, but we're also going to discuss what some of our listeners think. And there's some pretty cool ideas here. And you know what, Amelia? I also want to say, and you know this, I was a little bit surprised because all of the people we reached out to are longtime Disney travelers that we've Mm -hmm. known for a while. I mean, they've, they've been there a lot, pretty much their whole lives, just like us. And I was surprised that a few of them, more than one, were stumped. I mean, they couldn't even answer. I'm not. Why are you not surprised? Because at first I was stumped because you know why? Especially since most people haven't been there in a while. People don't go once a month or even we go a lot more than most people, right? So when you think about Disney, you think of the happy memories. Your mind automatically goes, oh, I miss Disney. I want to go back. It's such a happy place. I mean, it's the most magical and the happiest in all those magical places on earth. And You really can only critique it when you're there because when you're there, you get the magical, but then you also, you notice things more. But it wasn't a problem for us, for me, for you, for other people. Mm, It was a problem for me, so. It was or was not? Well, it was because at first I look back at Disney and I think, I miss it. It's so magical. I just just had so much fun there. So you're saying people are looking at it through rose-colored glasses because they've missed their vacations this year. Yeah. Yeah. This is a different year for that because I would even say to them, look. Pretend what that you're there. Are you telling me you would change nothing? That Walt Disney World is absolutely perfect the way it is? Yeah. And still they were stumped, although a few did come through. So let's start with, I think, one that we both share. We'll start this one to break the ice because it's a biggie and a few things play into it. And that is, I would really like to see the fifth gate or yes. a fifth park. So a new park. If I were in charge of Walt Disney World, and hopefully they are thinking about this, I can't imagine that they are not, but what would a new park look like? What would it be? Right? We both agreed on this. I think villains would be yes. a, good, a good thing to base the park after. Yeah, I agree wholly. Or, or sort of what I said was more more themed. Like they could have like a superhero land. They could have villains. They could have like a character park. If that makes sense. What do you mean by a character park? Well, they could have villains. They could have different lands from movies. They could have villains, or then they could have. A, this was actually your idea, like Wakanda. Well, yeah, that, have... that that was after the recent passing of Chadwick Boseman. This whole yeah. Wakanda idea came up. So I agree with you. I don't think mm-hmm. a, an entire park dedicated to Wakanda or anything else would really make sense because a, a park is huge. So I'm I'm thinking at it. I'm looking at Animal Kingdom and the way they. You know, they've got Pandora or the way they have Galaxy's Edge. Exactly. So I think I would create, if I were in charge, a new park, definitely villains. And I don't know what I would call the park. I haven't been able to figure that out yet. 
Uh, I think it's less important what to call it, but I would mm. I would have a villain's land. I think you could have a cool, whether it's Maleficent's castle or any, yes. you know, there's so many ways you could do a villain's land. And then you could bring things back like the best ever ticketed event. Yes. Club villain. They could even call the park that. They could call that area club villain. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm thinking they, uh, the fifth gate should have a villains area. A Wakanda area could be really cool. And there could be some really cool attractions in the Wakanda area as well. You could totally call area. it villain kingdom. And then they could round it out. Yeah. With other things that I haven't thought of yet. But villain kingdom. That'd be good. But if I were in charge, yes, a park would be a big one. What does Epcot even mean? Experimental prototype community of tomorrow. It was a waltz vision for a living, working uh, city. Uh, But that's a whole other episode. (laughs) I don't want to go down that path before. But yeah, he died then. And then they had to basically try to adapt his ideas into a park. And that led to the Epcot you see today with science and the community of World Showcase. All right. Another thing I'm going to talk about. Well, you, you have a similar one, sort of. I'm going to talk about mine first, and then we'll talk about yours. Okay. If I were in charge, I would definitely want a true luxury resort hotel on Disney property. And I was thinking about this because we... That's different than mine. Yours is similar though, right? So let me... Mine is... You know, the Grand Floridian is our favorite because we... You know, there's no secret. I run my luxury Disney travel blog. I do enjoy upscale travel anywhere. But Disney's luxury or upscale or the Grand Floridian being the top of that group is not equivalent to luxury resorts outside it's, of the it's Disney It's not the same thing. You can't. It's close. It's Disney luxury, but it's not true luxury. So I would think there's definitely a market for a very upscale resort hotel. But then I was thinking, yeah, but I don't want it off somewhere where it's not, you know, part of the benefit of the deluxe resorts is their location with the exception of Animal Kingdom. So, if we're mm. building a new park, this new luxury resort could be in that area. And in fact... You stole mine. No, I was going to say, I'll let you say yours, because I thought, oh, that would play right into this. So, what was your dream idea? More in-park hotels, because I know they're building a Star Wars one for Galaxy's Edge, and that's such a good idea. And I think, or not even necessarily in-park hotels, but hotels like... Grand Californian, which is when you just, you walk right into the park. Or the Disneyland Hotel in Disneyland Paris. It's literally, you enter the park, it's right at the gate. There's a lot less walking and there's a lot less hassle. So could we not put these two together and have this luxurious resort as part of the entrance to the park? I think that would be, that way we could... That would kill two birds with one stone. I wouldn't do that, though. You wouldn't? I don't agree with you, no. I think a luxury... I think if you're putting one near the park, it should should sort of be themed a little bit different. But if you're doing true luxury, I might want to isolate it a bit more. But it still has to be near the park. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because it's not right in the park. Yeah. In the center of the action. It could be quite a luxurious compound. Like, they could have... You know, stunning pools and think, things yeah. like and that. And I think it should be the distance from like the Grand to Magic Kingdom, which is where it, it's near it, but it's not right there. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. I would go with that. I would go with that. I would stay in that resort hotel. Now, I have a few others before I go to our guest submissions or another one of yours. Do you have more on your list? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to go with just a couple of short ones for mine, if you don't mind. Go ahead. So I would personally have more monorails. I would not have put in the Skyliner. I I definitely agree because, yeah, yeah, you could make more, if you're adding more hotels in a certain area, you could almost make like a second monorail loop. And I'm not talking about the current monorails that we see. I would be talking about the next gen monorails. In fact, 
hopefully they can change all these trains out. But I would be, you know, don't think I'm thinking, my listeners out there, of just the same old monorails running. I'm talking about next-gen upscale monorails. These are pretty old, so we, yeah. we can get some next-generation monorails. And just a quickie, I would get rid of the gas-choking speedway no. in yesterday land. Nope. I was hoping when they put in Tron they were going to ditch that thing altogether, but no, it's still there. It does not belong in Tomorrowland. It is gas-choking, disgusting, and why is it still there? You know what they should do? What should they, they do? They should make it like electric cars, so it, um, so it is Tomorrowland. Yeah. Alternative energy, yeah. speedway, all for it. Yeah, something like that would be very cool. I, I could go for that. You still get the fun of the raceway, but then you are being earth conscious yeah. and you're bringing it into just, the world of tomorrow. This gas choking, I can't even, I don't even like walking by that area because it's so smelly with gas. It's just Actually, so... you know what? I just thought of a good one. Thank you. You just brought me yeah? a new good idea. What is it? Yesterday land. Yeah. <laughs> They could do it. No, they should have something Fantasy for the past. Land is sort of like that. No, but like different eras in the past. Yeah, they could do that. Could That's an interesting one. Speaking of lands, another one. There's been a lot of talk in the past. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but there was many much talk in the past about building another mountain, the fourth mountain in the Magic Kingdom. Mm. And there were actually plans, as far as I know, to have a volcano type of mountain in Adventureland. And then there was talk recently... After Space, Splash, and Thunder? Yeah, and, and uh, Space, Splash, and Thunder, and then now this fourth. And after Moana was released, there was chatter about, would this fourth mountain be a Moana-inspired edition? Mm. And there is room to do it in, in, front, do in that. uh, Adventureland. So I would like to see that. I would explore that. I'd totally like to see that. That's a super okay. fun idea. Give me another one of yours before No, no, I, I want on. to do your next one because I have a lot to talk about on this one. Is this the one that starts with C? Yes. All right. So this one for me is Castles. Castles. Why? And this does go beyond Walt Disney World, so I'm going to take a little bit of a liberty, but oh, why is it, are is everything all... Aurora? Yeah. Why she are all the castles the Aurora? Why do we not have Belle in Disneyland Paris? Mulan in the Chinese resorts. Can we not? We have so many princesses with castles. Why do they always have to be Aurora? Other than Cinderella, you know? And now they're making Cinderella Aurora. (laughs) Essentially. They're transforming her into Aurora's castle too. I don't understand this fascination with Aurora for every single castle. I think the parks would benefit immensely from having unique, different princess castles in each one of them especially the ones where they actually pertain like france and the yeah. chinese park so and you know i'm fine with disneyland having aurora i think as aurora's castle is beautiful but she doesn't need six of them come on imagineers have some imagination for heaven's sake it's in your name yes and then on that note i'm just going to finish out mine on yep, that note go ahead. there is that fantastic castle suite as we all know inside cinderella castle i would make this actually more accessible to guests Yes, it's so hidden. It doesn't have to be sort of on My Disney Experience that you can book it, but at least have some way of not having it sit empty for 99% of the year. Or at least let people see it for less than $12,000. It's a beautiful suite. I would make that accessible uh, more than they do now. And finally, one of my biggest pet peeves of all that I would fix if I were in charge is... Walt Disney World hotels, including all the deluxe hotels with the exception of the two originals, the Polynesian and the Contemporary, have the noisiest rooms going. so bad. It is so so bad. bad. 
Can you not at least put some soundproofing insulation between the rooms? It, just, it seems we always get those 20-year-olds who came to Disney to party. Yeah, I mean, it's just soundproofing the rooms. You know, you're building, even on the new resorts. I remember when they built even the villas at the Grand Floridian, or even when the Grand Floridian went up, and I was excited. Oh, good, because it was the third one. And that was the first one where you can just basically hear through paper-thin walls. So I don't like that at all. All right, those are things that personally I would do if I were in charge. What are some that you haven't done before we move on to these some really, really cool ideas from our listeners? Excuse me, mine are really, really cool ideas. All right, keep going. Well, we said the Villains Park and Impark Hotels, but I personally think I like Yesterday Land. That's a good idea. They should do that. They should give an ode to the past. And also... As I have said, if you have ever been to Alani, you know that Auntie's Beach House is the best kids' playhouse in the history of the world. It's fantastic. It's amazing. So why does Disney World not have one? So let's explain if you haven't been to Alani, because it's you said a kids' playhouse. That makes it sound like it's just a playhouse for kids. It, it is. It's not a playhouse. It's a kids' dream it, house. It's a kids' activity area. Where they play. Where, yeah, but there's organized events separated into separate age groups. It's it's not really, it, it could be like a daycare, but the thing is, it's not really meant to always be like it's that. It's like the best daycare ever. Yeah, it's and very it's free. highly organized. Well, is it free? Um, almost some things they charge depending on. It's very on, cheap. Yeah. If, if you did something like. It won't put you out with loss of money. If you were making something, then you, yeah. you know, they charge you for the materials, but. Yeah, it was an activity center, I'd call it. It's pretty yes. big. And yeah, it, that's a good idea. And that's going to tie, I'm going to come back to that one in one of our guest ideas because I think the two could sort of go together. Why don't we do that one now then? Okay, so this one came from your mother and my wife. So we asked Aaron Bellobratic, what would you do? So Aaron came up with what? Do you 21 remember? plus adult hours ticketed events. After hours. After so hours. Aaron would like to see an adults only after hours ticketed event like in the Magic Kingdom. So a 21 plus. And I think this is actually a cool idea. This could be at night. It, may, it might even be one that starts at 10 where you could walk around with your drinks in the Magic Kingdom. No kids allowed. So she said, but of course, they'd have to have kids programs at the hotels on that same night, even if they just arranged them to take care of. She, you know, she said adults don't get to enjoy themselves really uh, all that often when they I have young kids. I take offense to, isn't your kids' enjoyment enough? It I is, but maybe adults should be able to have a couple of hours, three hours, you know, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the parks for an after-hours ticketed event okay. and have some sort of babysitting going on. Or, but that's my problem. Babysitting, if you're babysitting from 10 to 1, what little kid is going to stay up? Well, they don't have to. There, there are services as well for that. <laughs> Like, you need someone to go to your room and watch your kids sleep. Even if you don't have kids, you might want to enjoy the park just yeah. without children running around and then having the flexibility to walk around with drinks in the Magic yeah. Kingdom, which you alcoholic drinks, which you can't normally I do. I like the event. My my thing is, if you're doing the daycare, what like your kid is probably going to be asleep by one unless they're old enough to be alone in the room, you know? Yeah, details, details. We'll figure. So maybe it's earlier. Maybe it's 7 till 10, whatever, like some of the other parties are. So, but she did, she would like to see an adult's only yeah, no, ticket event. That's so I, I thought that was a good idea. Yes, if you have to, you have to have like a kid's supervision at even the value hotels and the moderate and the luxuries. But 
if there's an auntie's, you wouldn't put one at every hotel. Right? No, but they you wouldn't. could bring the kids there, or no, or you yeah. would have to have. Yeah, you'd have to have something in each hotel to make it convenient. But it would only be on those nights. It's yeah. not something you have to run all year long. Yeah, and then aunties, I think, should be like a all year long thing. But I would put that at like the Polynesian, the Contempt, or the Grand, so it's in the main well, the main loop. If you were actually doing aunties, it would fit more so with the Polynesian yeah, theming. But right? I don't. I think you'd. I think Disney, with their imagination, could create something a little bit yeah, they different and not just piggyback I, off of a lot of success. Yeah, yeah, could be. Or maybe it's an independent thing altogether, sort yeah. of between the hotels, and you just take oh, yeah, a little like shuttle that. bus to it. All right, let's move on to submissions from our next guest. Now, this person, you want to shout her out? Yes. And she is? Cassandra. Cassandra Mbriaco. The best Disney. A very good Disney <laughs> friend traveler. of ours. Very keen disney traveler (laughs) she loves her disney ears and so on and she came up with actually quite a few cool ideas some these ones some big some small right some big some small so what was her first idea that she would do that she would like to see bibbidi bobbidi boutique for adults a bibbidi bobbidi boutique for adults i would like to because i've never got to go to the bibbidi bobbidi boutique yeah and now i'm too old and yes there is an age limit on it and now we didn't get into the details of beyond the makeover would you would this include gowns because i know they don't want older people walking around who may be mistaken for princesses yeah. in the you parks know what? i think sh- i think she mentioned this to me you need a middle ground you need i get like nobody's gonna think like a five-year-old is a real princess or even um grown adults i get that but you need something for like people in 12 to 18 or like a middle ground because those people want to dress up like princesses too well that's something different because yeah she's over 18 we'll just no, okay, say but that. she's mentioned that to me as well so i'm giving her credit and, for and, that one. and we have been in the parks i don't know if you remember this when someone was purposefully imitating a princess and security had to pull her out and take her away she was tricking people no i, I don't know if you remember that, that. you were young so it does happen. Now, uh, Aaron suggested, well, maybe they could have the gowns for a photo op after, but not necessarily have you walk around the park. But however you do it, Cassandra would like to see a Bibbidi-Bobbidi boutique for adults. And, and that one for preteens as well. She also had her next one, I think, is really cool. And I think this... Yeah, I really like this I think one. this idea would get a ton of traction. It would probably always be sold out. And her idea is, Cassandra, I know you're listening. This is a really good one. A special tour that is created around Instagram-worthy spots around Walt Disney World. And as I was thinking, when she said this, I was thinking there are a ton of them. So her concept was it would be like one of their Behind the Magic or their other guided tours, the Star Wars tour we did. We've done quite a few. But I thought, you know, it would be really cool to add to this idea. What if they then took you to a few choice behind the scenes or off limits locations yes. or locations for insta photos that you would not otherwise be able to take this gives you a really good reason to take this tour yeah so i thought that was a really really good idea an instagram sort There's of so many people yeah. that go to disney just for the purpose of taking instagram photos and they spend we'll watch you know some of these influencers spending 45 minutes in one spot just lining up that shot so you know what they uh, need they need a balloon wall with like it's painted all well they do those balloons. pop-ups like we went to in disneyland last year remember that, they that? Need to we didn't actually like, go they have in the purple wall and they have the popsicle stick wall and they have the checkerboard wall but they need they need a balloon wall it's just painted with all like the little mickey balloons well, maybe that would be in That'd this be area so cute 
and they could have cool backdrops and things. But anyway, that was a really neat idea, I thought, for a tour. She also had another yeah. tour idea. She, Cassandra, you like your tours. Everyone Her other tour tours. was a combo tour that sort of starts in a hotel, maybe with dining, and then transitions into a park. And, of course, she'd have photo stops and, and uh, tips along the way for that. They used to have that tour at the Grand Floridian. I don't believe they're running it anymore. So Ooh, Tour. There was a tour around the Grand. I forget what it was called. It was sort of a historical tour of the Grand Floridian. You know the Conk Flats tour we did at oh, yeah. Key West? Similar to that, but that one was free, and that's an awesome one. So she liked her tour. And then Cassandra's last point was what? Packages delivered to the room that is truly same day. Yeah, so I, I can agree with this. There needs to be a way, and I think they're charging for this now, or I don't think they're doing it right now in COVID anyway. But you know this when you're shopping in the parks, if you're staying on site... It used to be you could have your packages delivered to your room for free. I, I, I knew that was an option. I never did it because I like my stuff immediately. It's the same reason I don't like Magical Express. It's not always timely. But the problem is it could be sometimes take a lot longer, like a day or two. So if you're leaving the next day, you can't use it, which is a bit of a pain. Yeah. So her point is, can they, you know, let's find a way to hone this down so they can actually get your packages to you on the same day. Or even have them at the gate or something when you exit yeah. the park. You know, something that's a little bit better. Yeah, All right. like lots of companies have same day delivery service. You know what they need? They need a bus, the thing with buses, but like a mail service where they just, they go around and they just take the packages and they're... Like Disney Post? Day. Yeah, <laughs> Disney Post. Yeah, some cool way to do that would be neat. That's a good idea. I'm taking credit for that one. Well, yeah, as, as you start talking these things through, you get more ideas. All right, shall I move on to my next friends? Yes. My next Disney friend, another listener, Mike Globe. I know you're listening. Now, Mike Globe is a long-time Disney traveler as well, and we have many, many spirited discussions together. The first one, this one, I totally agree with. I think it's a great one. So Mike is not only a Walt Disney World expert, as uh, he knows quite a bit about and has been there for a long time, but he's also a big Disney cruise person and an Adventures by Disney. So I really value Mike's opinions. I love having discussions with him. So I, I really liked the fact that reaching out to him, he came up with some first ones or some good ones. And I agree. His first one is one I hardly agree with. What is it? Bring back the paintbrushes on Tom Sawyer Island and other Old-time magic yeah. things. old-time magic, Disney. And, you know, as a as long-time Disney travelers, we can really appreciate it. And I agree with that. I really miss those paintbrushes on Tom Sawyer Island. And if you weren't aware of that, they used to have, you know, Tom, Tom was very keen. He was stuck with whitewashing the picket fence, and he was very enterprising, and he ended up getting a bunch of other kids to do the work for him, as the story goes. So they used to have, on Tom Sawyer Island, they'd put in the morning, they'd sort of hide these paintbrushes around the island. And if you found one, you'd bring it to a cast member and you'd get a little reward. And, you know, in more recent years, it was like maybe a free fast pass or things like that. And then they, they, they did away with that. And I really like his point that, you know, we've lost some of that old time magic. Things that don't really cost a lot of money to do, but they're really fun. And I don't understand why... Yeah. They get rid Why of these did they things. stop that? So I really, really like this idea. I think it's a really good one. Yeah. He also had, <laughs> he also had, you know, we, we all have these big ones and small ones. So his last one is his biggest one. But the next one was fix the Yeti. And yeah, what's wrong with it? Oh, this Yeti. It's been broken, been broken forever. For years. And I remember 
Uh, there's a tweet in January from famed Imagineer of Disney's Animal Kingdom Park, Joe Rode, who was on the Imagineering story, and he said, I vow to fix this Yeti in 2020. Now, I'm going to give him a break because 2020 hasn't worked out to be quite the way it was. On the other hand, maybe they had a lot of time to fix the Yeti. So that <laughs> I completely understand that one. Let's fix the Yeti and yes. not lean on those strobe lights as much as we do to make the Yeti look like he's moving. And other, and other broken rides are things that are not, like they used to be, update some rides. Update because them. you know what I don't understand? The abominable in the Matterhorn bobsleds, yeah. he's moving fine. So why is he always moving every time we ride it? And yet the yeah. Yeti is not. I don't get that. And now the final point from our friend Mike Loeb, or my friend Mike Loeb, you've never met Mike, is not only has he done all those other things, but he's also a big Run Disney person. So he's done most, if not all, of the Run Disney races at mm -hmm. both coasts many times. So his point was, and I quote, I think it's time to bring a little more excitement to the program. I'd bring in a mini triathlon around Walt Disney World. Yeah, that's Run, so fun. swim, and bike. Now that is a cool yeah, idea. Yeah, that's an idea because I love to bike and swim because we already do that in the TGSHTHC, the Great Saratoga Springs Pool Hop Challenge. Yeah. So I would love to do a mini triathlon around Walt Disney yeah, World. Yeah, I That'd think that's a so really fun. cool idea and it's a good way to expand on the magic and maybe take something it's gained a lot of steam but yeah if you've done the yeah. you know if you've done them all many times and a lot of people have including mike let's try to up the game a little bit let's bring something different to it yeah and then we have one last one from a different person this might be one of my favorite ones i completely is agree it with this i one. love how broad it is so we'll talk about I it i definitely want this one so who gave us this idea brian ward so brian ward another long time traveler grew up disney we are going to have brian on a future episode maybe two about some topics to be announced so just keep us on so you'll get to meet him in the future but his point was very simple what is it you say it more rides and attractions for big kids i quote <laughs> right. i quote i that's not my word and i think it. many of us can appreciate more big kid rides and attractions please and you know i didn't get a chance to delve into what that means but i think it would mean more yeah a little bit more aggressive rides yeah like, like I think the worst one is rock and roller coaster now we're gonna see what tron and the, you know, the guardians coaster are like but yeah much more the, the most extreme ride, and I've said yeah. before right now, is a, is the water slide, is Summit Plummet. Really? Yeah. Oh, by far, that is the scariest thing by far at Walt Disney World currently. There is nothing more scary than Summit Plummet, right? Well, you don't know because you haven't done it yet. We will do it. I want to. I know, at Blizzard Beach. But there are no extreme coasters or anything like that. So I think maybe in our new park, maybe in yes. the villains area, Oh, yes. okay, Brian, here we go. We're taking your idea and we're going to apply it to our fifth gate. What if like a villain captures you and then you have to escape out of their evil lair or something? And, yeah, and going down, you know, just, just a coaster, like it doesn't have to be, you know, the number one in the world, but a big drop, like some of the yeah. top coasters that a real thrill ride, a true thrill ride, not a Disney thrill ride, but a true thrill ride. And mm -hmm. I think in... You know, Maleficent, you know, just, mm. I, I just, I can just picture this coaster now and I yeah. picture those thorns growing in the, well, in the cartoon version and even in mm. the most recent live action. And you know what I, I just thought of now, and I don't know if this is possible, but if you've read the books, the Kingdom Keeper books. I have about, not, but I know you have. About Disney. They have um, DHIs, which are hologram hosts that lead you around the Disney parks. That'd be so cool. 
Now, they there should is actually do those. For, there's something for Imagineers to really put their Disney magic you on. Wrote a book about it. Put it in real life, yeah. please. Or even in, or even in cool spots, certain yeah. areas. But yeah, so I see Brian. I think your big kid rides would play right yeah. into our fifth gate, or even in Wakanda. Yeah, like there's some cool stuff. There's some cool monsters in those the drop scenes. on the waterfall where yeah. they had the fight in the movie. Yes, yes. So we've Looks got lots of down. opportunity. We're putting everything. Onto come on, this Disney. Fifth gate. So Let's come go. on, Imagineers. Hopefully you're listening to this and uh, get some get some inspiration and going. Put get everything those in villains going. extreme. Now I know you're a little short on cash right now, but this is going to come back. So now's the time. Take now's years the time to build a park. Yeah. Just start planning it. I know you're putting things like just, reflections on yeah, hold or slowing them the down. Just start the blueprints. Just just start. Yeah. Draw. Sketch out the blueprints. Now's the time for those blue sky meetings. So listen, everyone, that brings to a close our Disney dreaming episode, and we did have some big dreams here. And I want to just thank Cassandra, Aaron, Mike, and Brian for really coming through with some... And Amelia. And Amelia, of course, coming through with some great ideas. It was really fun to talk about. And you can even see right now how your ideas just in us chatting inspired us to come up with some ways to implement those. So, you know, the future of Disney shall be bright, people. Don't worry. It's coming back. And uh, it's fun to talk about the Disney dreaming to get us there. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. You can find us all over the internet, social media, at 1923 Main Street. And go check out our Patreon page. Yes, patreon.com at 19, or slash 1923 Main Street if you want to help out with the show. Or just tell your friends about it. That helps us out most of all. So thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week and have a magical day. Bye-bye.